Okay, let me just back it up so that they know where we're going with this. I was just saying thank you to Charlene, of course, for being here, and we'll get Ty here when he's able to. He's got dad duties tonight. Uh, But we were talking about not only the presence of uh, Ty and Charlene in the Twitter files. Obviously, they were one of a a number of very high-profile accounts that were talking about important health-related matters that were shut down. But this didn't begin at that point. I mean, this goes back a couple of years. Absolutely. There's so much to unpack here, um, Zach. It's it's unbelievable. So um, I think first I would like to mention before the Twitter files came out and we did uh, write about those as a drop. We we write about it and put it on our website. So the viewer needs to go to the truthaboutcancer.com, go to the search function. That's our blog and everything that we do and all of our social media channels are there, our products, our films and so forth and so on. But um, look for Twitter files. You'll you'll find the articles on all of them. So if you're behind the times, no big deal. We can catch you up easy. But here's the thing. Before the Twitter files came out and they started dropping all that information, the attorney general from Missouri joined the attorney general from Louisiana, and they filed for uh, the Freedom of Information Act to get uh, certain documents and communications between um, the government and big tech and the CDC and all those things that they were doing at Facebook. And when that first happened, I don't remember the date on that, but I know that Epic Times picked it up. Somebody sent it to me and said, oh my goodness, check this out. A really great uh, talk show on that um, publication, the Epic Times. I really liked them a lot, yeah. but they talked about the disinformation dozen Um because there's a screenshot, I'll have to send it to you maybe on one of the breaks, you'll have it, maybe you could pull it up so the viewer can see it, but that they were, the Facebook was talking to uh, HHS about the disinformation dozen members specifically, and in one paragraph, they mentioned us three times, three times, and they said that every member of this list had been deplatformed from, uh, you know, one of their accounts, whether it was Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and so forth, but that the rest of the accounts didn't have enough offenses. So they're broadening the definition of offenses so that they can knock us out. In the meantime, they were just going to shadow ban us. And this is on the heels, actually, of the Center for Countering Digital Hate. I think we may have talked about that. We but did. that's a list, uh, a, a company, or a, a, I don't even know what they are. They're just a digital hater group. <laughs> and they call us. I, I think they're, they're uh, technically an NGO. You know, I mean, they're performing yeah. government-like functions, but they are privately funded and therefore yeah. they can do whatever they want. Soros, Soros, Bill Gates, and so forth. Yes. And it goes yes. into, you know, Europe and England. These people are just paid puppets uh, to take us down. Absolutely. Uh, because they have an agenda and we've seen what their agenda is and everybody's waking up now that we're fast asleep, thankfully. But um, they put us on that hit list, Zach, because we have been so successful at reaching the people of the world with the truth about vaccines, the truth about cancer, the medical cartel. And, you know, I had become friends with some of the Trump family and people um, really working for the good of humanity. And we we started a super PAC to uh, support the uh, candidates that were medical freedom candidates. I don't care if they're Democrat, Republican, that doesn't even matter to us. It's like uniparty now, right? We're looking for freedom candidates. And then we had the only permitted stage at D.C. on January 6th. I was there that I was saying the whole time they were lying. It was shocking that day when we went back to our hotel room at the Trump Hotel 
thinking, oh, this has been a great day. And then we turn on the news and they've been, they're spinning it like that's not what happened. Yeah. I was there. So all of these things was, were, it was just, it was a perfect storm for them to attack us. So, uh, CNN hit us first with a outrageous hit piece and it just went viral all over the place. And that was the inception. That was in February of 2021. Then, uh, this hate, Hate group came together, put us on a list with um, number one on the list was Dr. Joseph Mercola. Number two, our good friend, Bobby Kennedy. Number three, Ty and Charlene Bollinger. And it goes with 12 people. There's, I think, Dr. Sherry Timpenny's on the list, Aaron Elizabeth, uh, Dr. Ben Tapper, uh, and others. Good company. So we're the most dangerous people. And and we had Jen Pizaki, uh naming us at one of those press conferences early on, saying, we're so dangerous. Don't listen to these people. Facebook, take them down. Everybody take them down. Then Biden goes out and says the same thing. And the day that Biden said that, YouTube had already taken our vaccine channel down. They took our our cancer channel down, the truth about cancer. They took that channel down. We had hundreds of thousands of followers on YouTube and many, many millions and millions of views on just one video, you know, just one episode of something that we did. We had countless views and they took it all down. They took our history, our our community. They said, you can't watch this anymore. Well, Mm -hmm. at that time, Zach, I said, this is government collusion. So then after that, we see um, the attorneys general releasing these communications and we're named, you know, in that. And the guy that was covering it on Big Times, and a lot of people covered it, but he said these 12 individuals and he read all of our names, they need to sue. They Mm -hmm. need to sue them because this is so corrupt. And we see from that information they were leaking that the FBI, CIA, DHS built a backdoor secret little passageway directly into Twitter. Mm -hmm. And they were in real time saying, take this tweet down, take that account down. And we see, I I have to send you some tweets, but there was a communication. There was somebody in the government, a representative talking to Dorsey and Zuckerberg and the guy that runs um, Google say they needed to take us down. They named us by name again in this, official government business and they need to take us down because we're dangerous literally less than a week was when you know biden came out they took our youtube down but then they also at that same time took all of our twitter channels down we had five twitter twitter channels and all of the rest of the disinformation doesn't have been restored but us which begs the question why are we so dangerous right why are we so afraid of us because we are still banned on all five of those channels on twitter the thing is, everything that we do, our films, they're all documented. We don't give our opinion. We give documentation and peer-reviewed studies. We talk to scientists and doctors. And theres I can't think of anybody else that does what we do. No. And so no. that's dangerous because we prove what we're saying is actually true. In fact, the CDC is now saying everything that we said from the beginning that we mm-hmm. got banned for and accused of being killers. They're now having to admit this. We now see people dropping dead. Millions of people have been adversely affected. Many of them are dying. And we warned about this. We warned about this in 2020 with our uh, good friends. We had many panels, which they took down first from YouTube with Bobby Kennedy, Andy Wakefield, Del Bigtree and others saying these things. And they said we were whack and crazy. And here we are sitting watching it happen. Why did it happen? Because they knocked us out. They took us down. They lied about us. They spread propaganda about us. And as a result, people didn't have access. They did not have informed consent. They didn't have the information that could have saved their life. And as a result, now they're they're dying mm-hmm. in, in mass. 
And it's very frustrating for me to watch this because we had the answers, we had the solutions, but they lied, Zach. Yes. And, you know, they need to be held to account for this. And so we are, just to wrap this little segment up, we have filed a lawsuit, an antitrust lawsuit against the uh, Trusted News Initiative with Bobby Kennedy, Dr. Joseph Mercola, Aaron Elizabeth and others, Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoft, because in 2019, a media cabal came together and people need to understand this. They need to know what the Trusted News Initiative is. It's a media cabal, and we're suing four of the members of that group. They came together and they said, look, we're usually um, competitors, but those little guys over there, people are trusting them, and they're no longer trusting us, and they're getting the revenue, and we're losing it, so we've mm. got to get our money back, so let's take them out. We'll send the fact checkers out. We'll come together and just be BFFs for now to be sure we keep our business and they lose theirs, and so they did. They did. They sent the fact checkers out and we're suing them for damages because they said they wanted to damage us. They admitted it. We've got their quotes. So we're going to win. We're filing in Texas, a freedom place, because you can't go to California. There's two systems of justice in the United States of America. People need to understand that, too. Mm -hmm. There's a very corrupt system that works for the cabal. And then there's the, the system that's still in place. That is um, adhering to the the law, the rule of law, the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and so forth. We filed this case in Texas in a freedom place, and so we feel like we'll we'll get a fair trial. And if that's the case, we will win because the facts are on our side. Mic drop. <laughs> so I'm very excited about this lawsuit. Also, uh, people are saying the FBI are in the chat tonight. I don't know. How that could possibly be? I mean, uh, maybe it's because of the controversial nature of the subject matter, or maybe it's because you guys are suing the Washington Post, the BBC, the Associated Press, and Reuters collectively. Uh, you know, con- this is something that I've been waiting to see ever since these Twitter files started to come out, and it became very obvious that there was direct government intervention on yes. top of everything that was happening with these private companies. Uh, you know, th- these these are essentially competitors, okay? They got together. Uh, they decided that they were going to destroy you and your company and your, in- your ability to spread good information. And who knows who else is involved in this? Because I, I was watching an interview with uh, Bobby the other day. And he was saying that the only way an emergency use authorization can be authorized for a vaccine is if there is no other treatments available for it. Yeah. So hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, it had to be dismissed. It had to be suppressed. And people like you had to be silenced because otherwise Moderna, Pfizer, a Johnson and Johnson, they couldn't have made the billions of dollars that they did. 100%. Let me just unpack that a little bit. We were Mm -hmm. saying that Beginning, Bobby was saying it, the rest of our friends were saying it, that um, the emergency authorization use that they pushed that vaccine out um, under to the American public, that stipulates that there, in order to push a product or a vaccine through that, and this is not a vaccine, this mm-hmm. is gene therapy. Let me just be clear about that. But in right. order for them to push this onto the American people, there had to be no other viable therapy and if if there was any therapy that that was 75% or more effective they could not push the vaccine on us that's why when president trump came out and talked about therapeutics when president trump came out and talked about hydroxychloroquine when he talked about blood cleansing and, and different things like this he was 100% right and zach i was working with a group of doctors and experts behind the scenes to support president trump on those therapeutics 
In fact, I had um, Marla Maples here at my house and we, we talked to him together and asked him if he knew that we, if, you know, he knew we were working on this initiative and we believed that he did, but he didn't. And he said that he wanted to see these protocols. So we went to D.C., stayed at the Trump Hotel. I gave the protocols, handed them off, at, which to a Trump family member. And, and that person brought them to Donald into the White House. Uh, the Oval Office. And so he had two protocols that were therapeutics and he was working with us. That's what he wanted. And remember, he said that he would choose the therapeutics over the vaccine. Now, he, he, I know people are, I just want to say it, get it out there, the elephant in the room. There are a lot of people upset with President Trump because Absolutely. he keeps pushing the vaccine. But here's the thing. Here's what people need to remember that, that Donald Trump is offering something to the people that he knows a lot of people want. They mm-hmm. want the vaccine, but a lot of people don't. And so that's why President Trump has always said, you should always have a choice. Mm-hmm. Have a choice. And Eric Trump spoke in 2021 at our event where I, I wanted you to come and you didn't get to come. You're coming to the next one. Yep, but um, that was the Lisa first was event. just asking when the next one was. <laughs> yes, you got to come. <laughs> but uh, Eric was there and that was the first time he had spoken um, since the Trump rallies. And after that, he's been speaking here and there, but um, he had such a great time because our audience really loved him. But talking to him backstage, I, I honestly think he is one of the nicest, most kind, intelligent, good people I've ever met in my life. I can honestly tell you that. I think he would be a great president. I, I really think he has such great integrity and honor. So I was talking to him about the vaccines and he, you know, wanted to to know more about our crowd, what we were doing and and what the people out there um, loved. And so we talked about the vaccine and how our crowd did not want the vaccine, you know? And he said, I know what I'm going to talk about from my heart. I'm going to talk about how the the, uh, government has been weaponized. Big pharma has been weaponized. The media has been weaponized. And he, he just nailed it. That, that was such a good talk. But when he mentioned vaccines, he said, look, I got the vaccine, but nobody should be forced I have a very close friend. He's in the Secret Service, but I can't say anything because I don't want to uh, get him in trouble. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want the vaccine. He's afraid of losing his job. And why would anybody have to lose their job? Because they don't want to get a medical treatment that they don't think is right for them. That's the difference. People need to understand that they stand for medical freedom. So do we. Mm-hmm. We're not going to tell people what to do. Look, we have so many great treatments and protocols for cancer. And we'll get into that um, in a minute. But we would never force anybody to do any one of them. And if somebody chooses to do chemotherapy, which I would not, I would not choose. And I've got my reasons and we unpack it in our films. But if someone has informed consent, they hear what we have to say. And they also hear what the medical establishment, the conventional doctors have to say. And they hear what they say about chemotherapy and how they believe it's advantageous. And the patient chooses that not out of coercion, not out of bullying, which is what happens. But if that's what they choose, then we can still help them. Mm-hmm. We can still give them treatments that would complement that and actually help that chemotherapy more targeted instead of blowing up the entire body right. and immune system. Yeah. But it's not our job to tell people what to do, but it is our job to give them informed consent. Nuremberg, Nuremberg Code tells us that, that people need to be, that we never need to do medical experiments. And that's exactly what the shot is. The mRNA 
COVID shot. It's not a vaccine. It's a medical experiment. We bypassed the animal studies. The guinea pigs are still being tested mm-hmm. right now, which are the populace of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not going so well. And, and the people thought that it was safe and effective. They lied. We all know that now. It's common knowledge. And even the CDC is saying that. Yes. But yes. back to President Trump, Zach, he, he always said that we should have a choice. That's what Eric said. And so uh, for that, I'm grateful because look what we have now. They're trying to jam everything down our throats and force us to do everything and just turn the key on this great awake or the, not the great awakening, but the the uh, great reset, the new Absolutely. world order. Absolutely. And, you know, your your point about President Trump and the vaccines, it's so important because I hear it every day, too. You know, people are like, why didn't Trump do this? Why did Trump allow this to happen to us? And, you know, let's just be realistic here. President Trump was president of the United States. Okay, we may still believe he's president. We may believe that he should be sitting in the White House, but he's not in Washington, D.C. right now. And even while he was there for four years, he was one man overseeing an entire nation, overseeing a vast and bloated federal government with a lot of people working underneath him that he depended on to give him good information. But the only thing that matters to me is that Operation Warp Speed was not just about vaccines. It's the only thing people talk about. It's the only thing people point to. But there was also a huge aspect of it that was therapeutics. And yes, President Trump always wanted people to have a choice, always wanted to give people that informed consent so they could make the decision for themselves. And there was a huge portion of the population that only wanted a vaccine because they were brainwashed, maybe, because they believe in the science of vaccines, because it's the only way they were going to feel safe. I'll tell you this, you know, I truly believe that they would not have allowed the country to open up in the speed that it did if it wasn't for the release of that vaccine. And to put an even finer point on it, we have no idea if the vaccine that was initially rolled out under Project Warp Speed is the same thing that they are injecting people with today. And I think that there's a a pretty strong case to be made that even among the various doses that are going out to people in different states and different cities, we have no idea if, you know, the same thing is uh, being given in Tennessee as is being given in California. Because if you go to How Bad Is My Batch, you will see that there are specific doses and specific, uh, uh, you know, runs that are coming from different factories that have a much higher propensity to give people an adverse reaction than other things. You know, I think that personally, it's a bad idea. I wouldn't take it. I'm not interested in being part of that experiment. But there are people who really wanted to. There are people who, despite knowing everything that we've been trying to educate people on, they still wanted to make that choice. And at the end of the day, this is America. Okay. And if you want to make a choice that ultimately will be bad for your health, That's fine. It has nothing to do with me. I don't want you inside my medical decisions, and I don't want to be integral to your medical decisions. You know, this is something that should be a personal choice. You should be able to make it. And I think President Trump did the best that he could, given the circumstances that he did. Would I have liked to have seen things go differently? Of course. But like, that's the human condition. You know, nothing is perfect. Nothing goes the way that you think it's going to go. It goes the way that it has to. I agree 100%. I mean, um, nobody has everything 100% perfect, but Jesus Christ himself. Amen. And so there's that. And um, I think that Donald Trump did such a fantastic job in almost everything that he did. Um, we watched him from the beginning when he came down that escalator and there wasn't one millisecond that I didn't just love him. 
and Melania and the entire Trump family. And I've always supported him. And I still do. I, I still think that he's the best option that we have in every respect. Me too. Um, and so, you know, we see a lot of flaws in a lot of people, but what, what the way we were living um, with him as our leader was far different than what's going on right now. I mean, what's going on in the world? The, the food factories are being blown up around the entire world. This cabal is desperate uh, to gain the ground that they lost when Trump was president because they couldn't push through their agenda. I mean, we had the reversal of Roe v. Wade because of Donald Trump. That mm-hmm. happened because of Donald Trump. You know, many babies' lives are being saved, innocent babies now. And, you know, you have the, the crazy governor out in California. He is just out of his mind. I mean, he's a puppet, mm-hmm. but he's like, well, come to California. This is our haven of ba- baby murder uh, happening every day. Come on. And, and then there are companies that are paying for their employees to go to California or other states that will yeah. facilitate this murder. Abortion it's, it's tourism. Perfect. Right. But you have uh, Donald Trump standing for the children. I remember one of the last things that he did before he exited the Oval Office was um, for the children. I I just remember crying over just reading what he wrote. Uh, Donald Trump is a really good man. And um, I didn't expect to come on, honestly, and talk about Donald Trump. But I really believe in him and I believe uh, in his his family and especially Eric Trump. Eric Trump is such a great guy. And I told him after I met him, I think I sent him a text and said, you know, one day you should run for president. I think you would be a great president. And with all of my heart, I meant it. Uh, Tiffany Trump. She's a beautiful um, young woman with a whole future. And I think that she's going to do some great things, too. She's got a beautiful, sweet heart and it's in the right place. Marla Maples is the same. I mean, Marla is a fantastic and beautiful woman in every way. These are good people. You can't say the same thing about the Biden family. It's an embarrassment. I've seen those videos of Hunter. Mm-hmm. It's it's disgusting and and worse. And I've interviewed John Mack, the the guy that had the the uh, computer, the laptop, the mm-hmm. laptop from hell. Oh my goodness, it, the the stuff that's on that computer that that shows they were in bed with China. You know, this is treason at the highest order, and this is who's running our country. He didn't win. He has been installed probably by China. This is a this is a coup, but it's not too late. It's not too late. We only lose if we give them our power. Mm -hmm. If we acquiesce to their tyrannical mandates and so forth that are not laws, they're not lawful. We just need to say no. I mean, just say no, people. Stop doing what they tell you to do, which goes against your conscience, your health, your body, your life, and your future. And we've got to start thinking about the children. Stop being a coward if you feel like you're afraid. They're controlling you with that fear. Mm-hmm. Walk instead in faith. Uh, network with a community of uh, freedom-minded, powerful, strong, confident people. And that's what you've developed in your community, Zach. And that's what we've attempted to do the same, to spread the truth that really is like a beautiful um, envelope of life around the world and back again. I love that. I love that. You know, community is such an important aspect of it. You know, I mean, I've often said that, you know, as as closely connected as we all are because of our devices and the ability to get in touch with somebody, we're farther away from each other than we ever have been. And I think that's by design. They wanted to kind of divide and conquer, separate people from each other, separate those familial bonds, the community bonds, destroying your churches, destroying your neighborhoods, destroying your schools, you know, one by one, everything chiseled away. So the only thing you have is that fake 
online uh, persona that you put out there on Instagram or TikTok or something like that. And then people are alone. They're afraid. The only thing that they get is the propaganda that's being pushed to them by these devices, by the government, by these organizations. And, uh, you know, at the same time that we've been pushed to those extremes, we are seeing people coming together, creating these new bonds in community in such an incredible way. You know, I love seeing the videos of the parents going to the school board meetings. I love hearing about people taking their own health care into their own hands. And I love it when I see people here in the chat and we're talking, you know, we've been here together for four or five years and everybody has grown. Everybody has seen some incredible things happen. And I think that we are headed for a very different future, very good future in comparison to what we have now. You know, because a a large part of me, Charlene, believes that in order for us to truly fix all of the the broken morass of, of just horribleness that existed, even while President Trump was in power, because there was that undercurrent, you know, I mean, he made life tolerable. He made life good again. He gave us so much. He showed us what this world could be if we all decided to do something about this terrible situation we find ourselves in. And then as soon as Joe Biden comes into power, everything falls apart again. And it forces people to reevaluate, you know, what am I going to do? What part am I going to play in ensuring the survival of America, making sure that there's going to be a world left for the children that come after me? And I see it happening all around us, and I'm very, very encouraged by it. Charlene, we've got to take a brief break for the second half of the show, but this is perfect because it allows me to kind of segue into some of those treatments that we were talking about earlier in the program. One such treatment, uh, which uh, we both garnered a fair amount of attention for, uh, is chlorine dioxide. Chlorine dioxide is also known as the universal antidote. That was actually from a paper that was put together by NASA. You may or may not know this, but NASA includes chlorine dioxide in every space flight because uh, it just makes the perfect scenario so that sickness can't survive. It also purifies your water and it uh, produces some incredible health benefits. Now, obviously, I'm not a doctor. This is not health advice. But if you're just looking to purify water, there is no better source, in my opinion, than chlorine dioxide. And I also have this free chlorine dioxide universal antidote course that was put together by my friend Jeff, who is the uh, the man behind the documentary, The Universal Antidote. And he's also given me an entire book that he put together. And he's giving both of these away for free so that you can get educated about chlorine dioxide. But if you need to purchase chlorine dioxide, the sponsor of the program for the second half is onenessdrops.com. That is onenessdrops.com. And if you use code RP78, you're going to get 15% off. That 15% off is good every single time that you use it. And my friend Jay actually is the uh, the purveyor and owner of onenessdrops.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, I keep this around not just for health purposes when I get sick. There's a lot of people in the audience who actually told me that they used it to great success before uh, I actually tried it myself. But it's something that I always had on hand for water purification because I'm a hiker. I'm a camper. You can get the nastiest water out of the uh, gross pond in the world and you can make it clean so that you can drink it. It is a testament to the power of this stuff and to the New York Times and the Washington Post and BuzzFeed and uh, Media Matters. No, chlorine dioxide is not bleach. Bleach is something totally different. And if you don't know anything about chemistry, well, then I guess I can forgive that, guys. But I'm here to tell you that it's a completely different 
bond. It's a different chemical altogether. And, uh, you know, like anything, you need to make sure that you are aware of how to use it and how to make sure that you're safe when you do. So I highly suggest you sign up for this free Universal Antidote course at theuniversalantidote.com. I put the link in the description. I think I also put it into the uh, description of the show. Uh, and then also onenessdrops.com. Uh, use the code red RP78 for 15% off. So Charlene, in putting together your final chapter of The Quest for Cures, uh, was there anything new that you learned uh, while you guys were putting that together? Well, um, the, the fi- we named it Final Chapter because we have traveled the world. And each segment along the way, uh, we've, we've gleaned great information. So we started with The Quest for the Cures, which we released back in 2014. That was with doctors here in the States. And we literally broke the internet with that one. Uh, we were the first ones. We had docuseries trademarked. So now when you see docuseries think, oh, wait, they're copying Ty and Charlene because that whole business model we built. And we didn't build it as a business. We built it as a mission to save lives. Because remember, Zach, we lost seven close family members to the c- conventional cancer treatments, mm-hmm. not to cancer, to the treatments. Starting with dad in 1996, July 1st, we took him to the hospital thinking he had gallstones and they opened him up and found aggressive cancer. It had spread. The doctors came out and said, oh my goodness, he's so young. It's so advanced. So their treatment, what was it? They cut his stomach out. Mm-hmm. How did he die? He bled to death. They told us it was a cancer, but no, he he bled to death. And we didn't know it at the time because we were so ignorant. And then we lost the other family members to family, his mother, same thing, stomach cancer. They cut it out. And she ended up dying not so quickly, but the various treatments that they did, did hurt in. And we knew at that point, we knew enough that that uh, we had to save lives. And so that's what we started doing. You know, we compiled the information in a book, self-published it in 2006, got our death threats, got chased out of the country because Big Pharma doesn't like you telling the truth, you know, and we don't hold back. We tell the whole story and we name names and the public loves it because they're learning and then they get to live and be healthy and happy, which is what we want. Um, but then in 2014, that's when we started doing our films because with the book, you can only reach so many people. You know what I'm saying? So the docuseries was born, the quest for the cures we released online and we literally broke, broke the internet. Our servers crashed and we were like, Oh my goodness, this is so crazy. So we had to beef up our servers and, um, we, we had a lot of people crying out for more information. So we did the quest for the kid, uh, the quest for the cures continues just months later. And there's a doctor that you may have heard of, Zach. His name is Dr. Gonzalez, Dr. Okay. Nicholas Gonzalez. So we could talk about that protocol because the, the we had talked about B17, I think, in one of our we did. last discussions. And that's just a beautiful gift from God. But the, um, the protocol that resonated with me so clearly early on was the Gonzalez protocol, which is really the Kelly protocol. Have you heard about that? The uh, prolytic enzyme therapy, the digestive enzymes? I, I have heard of them, but I don't know anything about the mechanism or how it actually Amazing. works. So please. Okay, tell so me. this would be a good thing to use with B17, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Now, Dr. Gonzalez was um a conventional doctor. I'm trying to remember, I think he worked with Sloan Kettering. So what happened was that Kelly was 
a doctor down in Florida. He was a dentist and he had cancer and healed his own cancer. So he started healing all these people of cancer and uh, he was using uh, the prolytic enzyme therapy. And so it was just growing so quickly, this uh, therapy that um, the FDA, you know, the, the establishment, they just thought, okay, we got to go and knock him out. Kind of like what they're trying to do with us and other people yes. telling and saving lives. So uh, nothing new under the sun, right? They did it mm-hmm. to Hoxie, to Royal Raymond Rife. So here we have Kelly healing people with these enzymes and he's a dentist. So um, Gonzalez was one of the doctors and the team of people that came down to prove that Kelly was off his rocker nuts. Like, mm-hmm. so he comes down and he's, he's like, um, okay, let me see your patient files. Let me see what you've done, what you've done, used to, to supposedly heal, you know? And so he looks at the files and he said, he realized, oh my goodness, he's actually healing cancer patients. And see, Gonzalez was a real person. He really was in it to help people, to heal people, to, to bless people. And he was a Christian too. So he had that strong core. And so when he saw that the science, not the quackery, Fauci science, I'm science, you know, that's like, <laughs> believe me because I'm Fauci, you know, um, it was real science. Like the, you had the proof, the data, the, the, here are the patient files. They had aggressive cancers. They're not cancer free. And here's why. So here's the science, the real science behind the prolytic enzyme therapy, which then Gonzalez picked up. And he was treating it and we featured him in the quest and the quest continues. And he's also in global quest, uh, the next uh, film series that we did. And that was when we went to Europe, but um, he, they actually, right before we had our first gala, we gave him a lifetime achievement award, which we gave to Mary Beth, his widow. And we're, we're good friends with her, but right before our gala, he had died from a heart attack and his widow would say they killed him with a heart attack gun. Well, Remember when all the doctors were getting killed. So he was oh, yeah. one of those. Oh, it was he during was that super- time. Oh, yeah. wow. <clears throat> he was a superhero and um, he was saving lives. And he was a doctor to the stars. He was Suzanne Summers' doctor. And she actually, he told Suzanne, he said, Suzanne, when we were doing our films, I think the second one, the quest continues. He got a hold of her. And he said, Suzanne, you got to be in this docuseries. It's really important. And so she did the interview with us. And uh, then afterwards, she just was glowing because she really resonated with us. And she's a really good woman. Um, but that was a belief that he had in us. And as much as he believed in us, we believed in him. So the science behind this protocol, and it's so powerful, Zach. Oh, my goodness. So with the, the uh, prolytic enzymes, what they do is they break down um, the protein, the, the, the cancer cell is is lined on the outside with a, a, a thick coating of protein. Okay. So the reason that it grows out of control is because the body recognizes protein and it's okay. Your body needs it. So thumbs up, we're going to let it go. So the cancer, that's the mechanism by which it hides. And so the immune system doesn't see it. So it doesn't kill it. And if your immune system's upside down, not really, um, you know, living properly, if you go anaerobic, where that means yes. you're no longer, you know, oxygen based um, energy source, but now you're fermentation because of so much sugar and toxicity, mm-hmm. that's the environment for cancer, cancer to thrive. So, of course, you've got to change what you're taking into your body. You've got to detoxify the toxins. You've got to get the right water. MMS is great. Um, the right food juicing, give your digestive system a rest. So while you're changing what you eat, you do these prolytic enzymes and you do a lot of them. Um, 
I don't, I think it's up to 80 of these capsules a day, something crazy wow. like that, but it works. So yeah, you get a high volume of this, but then you have to do coffee enemas and other things like that to pull the toxins out of your body. And the coffee enemas, he said, um, those used to be in the Merck manual. Mm-hmm. Coffee enemas because they're so highly effective at detoxification and healing your body of um, <clears throat> these types of diseases but they took it out. Of course, they took this out. But if you do the prolytic enzymes, you're breaking down these toxins and then you do the coffee enemas because you've got to pull it out of your body because if you release toxins so fast, you're going to get super sick and that sure. the toxicity that's being released and broken down can actually do you in. Yes. So you've got to have a balance of what you're doing. So it's really smart to get a doctor. And if anybody online, I'll have to hook you up with um, Mary Beth because she's got a team of doctors now doing this protocol, which is amazing. Um, but what it does again is it breaks down that outer coating of protein. And then what happens? The cancer goes, it lights up and the body sees it because the protein coating is gone. It's no longer invisible. Oh, it's no longer shrouded. Yes. So then that's, and it eats away tumors. It eats away cancer. This is so remarkable. So when you do this and you're detoxifying, so as it's crumbling and it's breaking up and it's being released, you, you uh, do the juice cleanse, get it out. You do a colon cleanse, get it out. You get into the sauna, you kill it with heat. You mm. uh, get into the hyperbaric chamber, attack it with oxygen. And you can also, um, and of course the coffee enemas, you're pulling it out, pulling it out. And Then you do B17. A lot of people will do, you could do um, IV therapy. So a lot of it in your veins. So the B17, and we talked about the science behind that, how the B17 being uh, rich in apricot kernels, apple seeds, that you can go to a clinic and also get it in uh, the IV. Thereafter, people, of course, that are healers that do this. We actually have friends that had a clinic doing this and the SWAT team came, pulled the IVs out of people, took yeah. the bags of pills and took the people to jail. Crazy stuff. It's but disgusting. the B17, the science just quickly is it's a vitamin that goes to your body. And there's a cyanide, a molecule of cyanide in the B17. And it's only unlocked if it encounters a cancer cell. So when it encounters a cancer cell, that cyanide is unlocked. It's like a little spear to the cancer. It kills the cancer. You like my side effect or sound effect? (laughs) (laughs) It kills the cancer. And then the chemical reaction from that uh, chemical little explosion is like an aspirin. It's a painkiller. It's just amazing what God has given us. And when we learn how to use what God gives us, it's so powerful. And this is why we're so censored. But you you do the B17 with that therapy. So now it, it, the, the cancer is lighting up. The B17 comes and does its job. It just obliterates it. And so no matter how late stage the cancer is, there are powerful remedies and we cover these remedies. So the quest for the cures, the global quest, we went to Europe. Then we did another episode, which, and it's a multi-episode. Each segment is a multi-episode. We went to Asia, uh, seven countries in seven days. We went to Japan and to India and to a, a lot of different Asian countries. Those, uh, the Philippines, those doctors were amazing. Uh, and then um, we finally put together final chapters. So we've learned so much from the best doctors and the best clinics in the world. So what we've done is we've compiled all of the very best information, featured the best healers from America, Canada, Mexico, from Europe, Germany, Spain, um, and on into Asia, those seven countries, the different clinics 
the names of the doctors, the names of the clinics, the protocols. And we feature survivors and thrivers, some of which were literally sent home to die. In Riga, Latvia, we went there and uh, there was a clinic using Rigvir. Now, Rigvir is a powerful cancer killer. And uh, there was a testimony, a a couple testimonies from that clinic, but one particularly is just amazing. This woman was taking chemotherapy. She was on her deathbed. Like they thought she's going to die if she stays here one more day. So her family literally picked her up because she could not walk, put her in the car, drove her to this clinic that was giving Rigvir. So before the doctor would prescribe the dosage and everything else that they were going to give to her, they always analyze the blood to see where is she at so I can give the proper everything. So the doctor looks at the blood, Zach, and he's like, you give me the wrong blood. This is from a dead person. Go take her blood again. And they said, no, that is her blood. And he's like, wow, she's, it looks like she's dead, but okay, let's do this. So they start treating her with the Rigvir. Within two weeks, she's walking around Wow. and we interviewed her and she, she's speaking a different language. So we had a translation person there. She was in tears recounting how she went from death to life and she's cancer free. I think it was three years out from the time that she went into this clinic. And she said that she went back to the hospital where she was getting chemotherapy. She talked to the doctor who administered the chemotherapy to her and told him the therapy that she took and how she was healed and completely cancer free. And you know what that doctor said? No, what? <laughs> I mean, he could be like you're a liar or you know this is a miracle i mean any number of things <laughs> he said oh that was because of our chemotherapy oh that's bs oh come on it was a delayed reaction we oh. healed you oh because that's what else, normally happens right yeah. you know <laughs> everybody else everybody else in that th- that ward with her is dead they mm. all died Wow. She alone lived, but so did everybody else in the, the clinic where she found the healing. Beautiful there stuff. are healing modalities in there. We lost our seven family members because of censorship, persecution, and uh, propaganda lies. Yeah. But you know what? That's why we had propaganda exposed. That was our last series because people need to understand who the liars are, what mm-hmm. their agenda is, why so many people ran to get this shot and masking and so forth. It's propaganda. The Biden administration funneled billions through the CDC straight to the media cartel. They all took the money, including Newsmax and uh, the celebrities. They're paid to say, oh, I got the shot. Look, go get the shot. And so people did because they have their idols that they worship, whether it's a sports star or whether it's a celebrity. Lady Gaga is talking to Biden and they're doing all this stuff. They're all a pack of paid liars, They're liars. And as a result, people have died. I honestly, Zach, don't know how these people can look at themselves in the mirror. That's why they don't like us, because we put the truth out there. We've exposed who's doing this. We name names and we get into the uh, uh, proof and the data and we give the sound bites and what they've said. And um, this this new film is no different. And right now we're dealing with aggressive turbo cancers because of these shots. Yes, I was going to say that. I've heard so many cases recently of young people being diagnosed with cancer and passing away within days, within weeks. 
You know, yes. and, and Charlene, much in the same way, and you know this, but just for anybody in the audience who doesn't, you know, one of the reasons that you and Ty's work resonated with me so much is because I also lost my father to cancer, to a fast-acting lung cancer. He got sick in March. He was diagnosed in August, and 60 days later, he died, and he wasted away so quickly, and there was nothing they could do, they told us, you know? I mean, they said, oh, it's too, it's already spread out through his entire body. They were going to take out his lung. They went inside and they said, well, it's everywhere. Go home to die, basically, and send him home with hospice. And, you know, it's quite clear that there are so many different treatments, so many different modalities and protocols that we could have used. But, of course, that information was unknown to me at that time. I mean, this was 2009, if I'm not mistaken, you know. So, I mean, it was over a decade ago. And at that time, you know, I was thinking about like the Obama birth certificate and stuff, you know, I mean, like nobody was out here talking about this cancer stuff. We you were, guys were, we you were, but, but I just we wasn't exposed to it yet, you know, right. so because I, they censored it. They censored yeah. us even back then. We got the death threats immediately. Yeah. They said, you call us big pharma, your fish food, you're dead. They, they wrote long letters about how they were going to torture and kill each one of our kids to try to get us to shut up. They would call Ty Cell and say, we know where you work. We know where you live. Your fish food, you're dead. We're coming after you. We hear every word you speak, no matter where you are. And they followed him home from his, his work where he was working out all the way to our house. Two guys in a black SUV dressed in black suits with black sunglasses. I'm telling you what, these movies, wow. they're putting it in our face. They actually mm. do this stuff. Yeah. And so at that time, we were brand new to the movement. You know, we built the movement, that the cancer part of it Absolutely. that we're standing in now. And uh, we, it was quite frightening because we had no idea how evil these people are. And so we did move out of the country for a brief stint, but we never stopped the work because we were called by God. And when we were in New Zealand, it was like God impressed on our hearts. They can't touch a hair on your head mm-hmm. unless I allow you're good in my glory. I put you in America for a reason. Go back. I've got important work for you to do, to continue to do. And with the children, he just revealed to, to us, you know what? I am God. Your love for those kids is a drop in the bucket. My love is infinite. And if I take you out of this world, I am the perfect parent. I am able to take care of those children. I'm God. And I was just like, yeah, I'm on board. Amen. Look at yeah. God with Job. You know what happened with oh, Job? Yeah. The, the up and down. No one can touch us. We are untouchable as long as God is using us and protecting us. And our days are numbered, Zach. So if there really is our FBI agents in our audience, thank you for participating. Thank you for being here. And we just want you to point you to the truth. We want you to point you to uh, the way and to the life. And, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And we're just giving you the truth that he's given us everything we need to be healthy and vibrant and alive. And we don't want you to die because you don't have the information. We don't want your children to die. We want you to have a future. It's mm-hmm. not just for us. It's for everybody, you know? Yes. And when Jesus hung on that cross and they were spitting on him and mocking him and throwing things at him and, and screaming, crucify him. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they, they know, know not what, what they do. do. Yeah. And then Stephen, when he was being martyred in like manner, he looked up and saw his Lord as those Pharisees were stoning him because they were jealous. They didn't understand what was going on. And mm-hmm. Stephen prayed the same prayer that his uh, Lord did. And I have seen miracles in hearts. I have seen people that have hated me and hated God. They're now in line and serving God. And they do love the truth, which they once hated. And everybody listening to this has family members, mm-hmm. no matter who you are. Whether you call yourself the opposition or you're on the other side of the fence, we're, we're one human family. 
And we're fighting for everybody. We're not just fighting for a select group of people. We're fighting for your children and your life and everybody on planet Earth. Everybody. Absolutely. Now, I also forgot to mention, today is my dad's birthday, actually. Uh, He was born uh, in 1947. So you guys do the math for me. I I haven't thought about it for quite some time, but it just occurred to me when when we talked about it. But yeah, today would have been my dad's birthday. And I can only hope that he's watching, looking down on us and seeing the work that we're doing, trying to get this information out there, because you're so right. You know, for anybody out there who might look at the information Ty and Charlene present, who might look at their documentaries and the films that they've done, you know, ask yourself, you know, why are they doing this? You know, I mean, they're giving the information away. I mean, you can get it for free on their website. Uh, and for people who are looking to make money off of treatments, you know, look no further than the pharmaceutical industries. Ask yourself, why is it that the government and these healthcare companies are fighting tooth and nail to stop people from trying treatments that uh, are just not officially recognized for the work they do. You know, why is it that they would ever want to stop people from attempting to heal themselves? I mean, the only answer that occurs to me is that they want people to remain sick. They want people to be on a single, unified, lemming-like path uh, walking in unison over the edge of that cliff because they don't know how to heal themselves. They don't have access to these things that God provided in Mother Nature that are just so simple, so easy, and have incredible, incredible results. You know, I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense. So if you're fighting for the right for you to die and for your family members to die, not getting access to the health care that they deserve. And that should be a human right. You know, ask yourself, why in the heck would that be? You know, I mean, like this is one thing and one thing only. It's about making people healthy and giving them the information so that they can do it themselves. 100 percent, 100 percent. And, you know, sometimes I wonder the people at the top that do know they will be held to account. You know, the doctors, it's not like they know. They have been educated by the people that do know. They've had the intelligence um, educated right out of them. (laughs) They're brainwashed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, and these doctors are really smart. They go in there and they do things that few others can do. I mean, they go to many years of of school and college, and there are some great things that they can do. They can reattach your limbs and your arms and your fingers and all kinds of stuff. And it's crazy amazing. But when it comes to degenerative disease, they've been lied to by pharma. And we cover that too in episode one. And I encourage everybody to, I think that Zach has a link where you can go and watch the trailer and sign up to watch. It's free. We we air episode one on March 29th. You've got to watch it. You've got to share it. We have been censored, shadow banned, banned, lied about, you name it. They're trying to knock us out. And even Google has knocked us off their platform. You can't find our video content that used to be millions and millions of views because they've not, they've nuked us, but they can't nuke the truth. They can't nuke God. And, and we're still finding our way to the people and God is still saving lives through our content. So praise God about that. Absolutely. But with the, the, um, the content, there are so many d- different things that you can do. And, you know, as I'm thinking about your dad today, mm-hmm. um, th- that's 76. He would have been 76 years old yep. today, you know, and, and we do the same thing on uh, the, Ty's father's birthday and on his mother's birthday. And then on the day that we lost them, you know, it's just, uh, we remember them, but because of them, we're able to um, bring the world these life-saving modalities. And there's a lot of them and you can pick and choose and not one suits everybody and every different Important. type of cancer works well with a different type of protocol, but all health, 
all degenerative disease. These doctors going to school want to help, but when it comes to degenerative disease, they're not being educated. Again, episode one will reveal to you the medical cartel, who these people are, how it got into place, and it goes back to 1910. Jack, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. The Flexners were sent out by the Carnegies and Rockefellers who owned the chemical companies today. We call them the pharmaceutical companies. And they graded the medical schools and the ones uh, teaching chemically-based therapies got A pluses. They were funded with $500 million, which today is equivalent to the billions. Basically, they bought the medical schools. Mm-hmm. What a business model that was. So now they're the ones making all the money selling their chemicals because they've got the little doctors peddling their drugs. Yep. The the um, the the, the um, what do you call it? pediatricians? Their bread and butter are the vaccines. Mm-hmm. In I don't know if you know this, Zach, or if your viewers know it, but with the um, the practice of the and we don't go to pediatricians. It's a joke. Now we're wide awake, and that's Absolutely. just like a joke. But the kids, um, the the farm pharmaceutical companies that are selling the vaccines. When the practice as a whole has, I think it's 69% of all of the children fully vaccinated, they get a bonus of $400 per child. Now, if the doctor has a couple thousand kids, do the math. If they have 60% or lower than whatever that threshold is, they don't get the bonus. So, you know, they're, they, and they also learn in college how to bully parents, but they never learn about the safety or efficacy. They don't study the, the synergistic effects of these shots. They don't even look at the ingredients. They don't mm-hmm. even know what they're doing. If you ask these doctors, these pediatricians, what's in the shot, they won't even be able to tell you. That's mm-hmm. how clueless they are, but they, it, it's a disconnect. They don't even know. They're just l- rabid little parrots. It's true. Uh, telling- us what they were told and they don't question because it was drilled into their head. It's propaganda and they bought it hook, line and sinker the same way the people that went running in line to get the tests and the shots and social distancing and getting mad at you because you don't have a mask. Same mentality. It's, it's a steeping of lies from the time we're born until so we either wake up or we die. And we want people to wake up and live. So that's what we're doing. And doctors are climbing outside of the box too. We hear from doctors that come to us and say, what do I do? I know you've got all this stuff. You talk about cancer. We don't even know what to do. People are dying and we have no real treatment for them. So these people want to help, but their hands are tied behind their backs because they've not been given the tools. We have the tools. We feature the superstar doctors. And in fact, some of the doctors that we now feature were doctors that thought we were nuts that today understand they did the research and they're on board and they're healers too. And they're healing their patients. So everybody out there, get on board, click, watch, get the link sent right to you. Cause even Google's in on this mm-hmm. Google taking our film out of our uh, followers G suite, because mm-hmm. we do offer anybody that wants to purchase and support the mission on the back end, You can do that. And we hope that you do because we need your help. We don't get sponsors. We, we fund everything ourselves and you're the people that help us. But we had someone that that got the film, bought it. They stored it in their G Suite, the digital form. And uh, they got a notification by Google, Zach, that said, we took that film because uh, you can't have it on Google. It breaks Dangerous, dangerous it, misinformation. You I know, uh, 
anything but, you know, I mean, it obviously that's a testament to the power and the uh, the knowledge that's inherent in the work that you guys produce. And I love hearing about doctors who at one time were detractors and have now become your biggest supporters. I think that there is no more powerful testimony than that. Obviously, the the direct stories from people who have healed themselves or who have found uh, a cure, for lack of a better word, through your teachings and through the information you guys have provided. But to know a doctor who actually used their brain, looked at the evidence, and is willing to admit that they were wrong at the end of the day, that's incredible. You know, Charlene, we're about to open the phones uh, for the second half of the show, but I, I wanted to, to ask you, uh, you know, what do you think at the end of the day the, the overall solution is going to be? Because, you know, like you said, you, you don't go to pediatricians anymore. I mean, I, I quit taking my daughter into the pediatrician many years ago. I barely go to the doctor unless, like, there's something, like, seriously wrong. But we need to have access to health care. And, you know, I, I've heard a lot of people uh, discussing the idea of boutique health care or, you know, uh, I, what are they, concierge medicine, you know? And I mean, that has a, a bit of a, uh, I don't know, an aristocratic flair to it, you know? I mean, concierge medicine, it's, it's great for people with money that is disposable, you know? But we have a lot of people who are hurting financially nowadays and uh, I feel like it, we need to have some sort of a, a collective of healthcare practitioners across America that are in contact with one another and uh, are willing to be honest, even if they don't want to be openly speaking about it. Right. Well, you know, we do have Christian healthcare, I think is what it's called. And I'll have to look that up, but we do have it. And um, it is a uh, participant participation based and we put a certain amount in each month and mm-hmm. whatever uh not a lot but uh, they cover the the catastrophe kind of things and so forth and and I know there are other options available so um because we're so busy educating people on therapies and so forth that's our sweet spot in vaccines and mm-hmm. and and patriotism and you know politics we've gotten into all of it we're we're a little bit into the um the care see for us we have people reaching out to us all the time. And so we do connect with different doctors, clinics, protocols, and all that information. And a lot of that's, most of it's on our website. Just as an example, Roger Stone is a good friend of mine. And when his his wife, Nidia, Mrs. Stone was diagnosed with stage four cancer. She was in the hospital, crazy stuff we went through, but Roger called me immediately and we talked about it and options. And so uh, he got onto our website, the truth about cancer.com. And most of what he found was on our website. He said he searched the world. And that guy is a brilliant he superstar, is. smart, genius. But um, he he did the research and she's cancer free in five months. It's all yep. it took him five months, cancer free from stage four to cancer free. But he found most of the content on our website. That's so, great. you know, people can get on there and figure out how to, to live. And you mentioned something else that coincides with what we're talking about here. Um these people, these controllers of the information, big pharma and so forth, they, they want us sick. Well, right now we feel like they think they want us all dead. This is so crazy. It's so bad, but they do want us sick. So for a while, we're like, they don't want us dead, but they don't want us well because they're making a lot of money off of us being sick. So if they can perpetuate, it's a sickness perpetuation system. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's where we, and when they hit us, as I'm remembering CNN, they said, we, they called us the Bollinger Empire. As if we're doing this for money. What a joke. <laughs> I mean, look at how much money they're making on the vaccine alone. Yeah. They are making trillions of dollars. We could never make that much money if we lived 
millions of lifetimes. This is so crazy. They, they're running the world. They're funding their campaign to pump out these drugs. People, governments are buying it. When the government stops buying it, they're going to jack up the prices. This is crazy town, what's mm-hmm. going on. But mm-hmm. we have the truth and uh, the, the system of insurance, I would recommend looking into, I think it's Christian healthcare. That could be one solution. Um, we do use that. Um, but basically, when you know how to be healthy, um, you could pretty much clean up your body and take care of yourself. The Christian healthcare or something like that would be for a catastrophe. Okay. Maybe if you do a car wreck or something like that, and you really need that kind of care. Yeah. yeah. I was in uh, an accident uh, last February. I flipped off my motorcycle and I had to go to the hospital. I was only there for a couple hours and it was $6,000. It was insane. It That's was- crazy. Yeah. yeah, I thought I broke my collarbone. Uh, you know, if it wasn't so bad, I wouldn't have gone. But thank God, I just, you know, I guess I'm flexible. <laughs> so. right. Well, when it comes to cancer, let me just say this, or degenerative disease, the best thing you could have is no insurance. Mm-hmm. Because when you go to the doctor, when you go to the hospital, they'll, they'll drag you in, they'll make you afraid, and they'll give you those treatments. Mm-hmm. They'll give you those treatments. If you've got a good insurance, they're going to give you lots of treatments. And they're going to make a lot of money because chemotherapy is the only drug that the doctor, the oncologist makes a kickback, a commission. So they get it at wholesale, they buy it at wholesale, and then they administer it, they jack it way up. Remember Dr. Fada out of Michigan, I think Detroit, Michigan, years, a couple years ago. Um, it's been a while, maybe 10 years now. It's been, wow, time flies. But he was actually misdiagnosing people on purpose that did not have cancer with cancer and literally killing them, but he made millions doing it. Oh yeah. My gosh. Well, they, wow. they, they caught him. He's now in jail serving like 40 some years for however many people he killed. I don't remember the full story. Yeah, I've heard I've heard crazy amounts uh, that uh, that they charge people for chemotherapy, like, you know, upwards of like ten thousand dollars a dose or something like that. Way more like hundreds of thousands a dose, hundreds of thousands a dose. Wow. No wonder everything's so expensive. You know, they got to make up that inflation someplace. All right. Uh, we've got two people on the line. Let me bring in our first caller. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Yep. Ah, it's DJ. DJ. <laughs> DJ, I saw today <laughs> that I saw today that uh, uh, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg probably sent himself an envelope of white powder. And I, I saw Lisa. Lisa was showing me the clip of the video. And I was like, I hope DJ ran downtown and got me some some footage, my man on the street. But uh, I, I, they, that probably didn't happen. But how are you, buddy? No, that didn't happen, man. I'm busy. I'm, I'm good. I'm busy raising money for my brother. You know, yeah. last week my brother passed away. Yeah. But um, uh, so I uh, hi Charlene. Uh, we spoke. Uh, I think the last time that you were on the show, I don't think you will remember me. And hi Zach. Good to see you, buddy. So, did you see? I sent you Zach uh, uh, an email just a few minutes ago. There was an article that came out in the New York Post that um, an AI program. Well, let me see. Let me hold on a second. I'm going to tell you exactly what it says. It says AI develops develops cancer treatment in 30 days pre- predicts survival rate. Did you see that? No, I'm I'm looking for it right now. I'm trying to pull it up here. There we go. So yes. Oh, wouldn't that just be the kicker, Charlene, if they if they tell us that because of AI, they've now been able to cure cancer. AI develops cancer treatment in 30 days, predicts survival rate. So 
so how does this work? Is this uh, using like established treatments or is it thinking outside of the box? So basically what the article says is the, ca- the, the, the AI program came up with a mixture of certain compounds that can cure cancer. <laughs> yeah. That's what I read. You know, it's not really in detail of what, what exactly. I see it. I see um, it. So, so what it's doing is it, so they're using AI to put together a novel molecule, a novel hit molecule that could bind to the cancer target. So it's basically just uh, another more expensive medical treatment that, of course, can only be delivered by a pharmaceutical company or whoever owns the AI. Um, Obviously, curing cancer is exciting, but yeah, I mean, as Charlene and Ty have shown us time and time again, they have, uh, you know, any number of different things that people can use and and to great success. Um, You know, Charlene, any, any thoughts on the AI cancer cure? Um, you know, I'd have to see it to believe it. I know yeah. that if they pushed out, they've got an agenda, not mm-hmm. sure yet what it is. I'd have to dig in to find out, but, uh, we have so many cures. It's unbelievable. And they say they're still searching for the cure. The thing is the cancer society and so forth, if they actually find a cure that have to disband and find a new job, are they going to do that? Yep. Not it. No, no. Uh, well, I, I think so. So it was said that there was like, a. 6,000 hidden patents, something like that. Um, I think that this stuff is starting to come, is going to start to come to light now. Um, I believe that one of the drops said that there was chatter about a cure for cancer. Sure. And yeah. That, yeah. So, so that's all that may be coming out soon. Um, and, you know, a lot of things should be coming out soon. And those big white buildings, which are called hospitals will be like obsolete. I, I certainly hope so. You know, Charlene, you know, we we mentioned briefly uh, early in the show the onset of uh, rapid cases of cancer in very young people. You know, with the the preponderance of that kind of coming to light, uh, I would hope that maybe people would be out there looking for novel treatments that they hadn't thought about before. Uh, because you know, I mean, th- this is a scary thing. You know, if you're uh, a twenty something, uh, you know, young man who felt that you needed to take the jab, I mean, the first thing that I would be doing would be to make sure that I was as healthy as I could possibly be, because this is just not something that you want to roll the dice on. Yeah, you know, when you, um, you talk about the, the caller, DJ, I think it was his name, yep. DJ, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so DJ, when you think about um, a, a release of these patents that ha- and have the cancer cure, I have an idea. Let's let's warp speed the cure for cancer and get out our documentary because we got a ton with a ton of um, testimonies too. So the cure is already there. Um, and, you know, when I think about government involvement in these kinds of things. I think about, remember, Zach, I'm sure you've heard the the guy that had uh, the car that runs on water. They said, oh, great. Stan Meyer. We want to check it out. And then they they kill him. I mean, that's what they do with people that actually have amazing things that would compete. And that's the oil industry, right? We we pay a tax every time we go and fill up to these people. And it used to be that the oil lobby was the biggest in D.C. Not anymore. It's the pharma lobby. Mm And we just turn on our TV. This should be illegal for them to do what they're doing direct to consumer marketing on our television. And so they pay for everything from the satanic Grammys. Wasn't Mm -hmm. that a joke? 
I oh, mean, yeah. well, what even was that? I mean, we don't watch that stuff. I mean, I want—I don't want my children looking at that's vulgar, disgusting, and it makes me sick. And of course, sponsored by Pfizer. Yes, yes. You know what's mm-hmm. really well, interesting is that the pharmaceutical companies kind of they became an outcropping of the oil companies because so many of these even medications that are used today uh they are based on uh, petrochemical like additives and and things that are uh kind of yes. left over from the production of gasoline and, and and oil and diesel and all that stuff yes again to the rockefellers and yeah. uh carnegie's when they had the chemical companies same thing it's it's the petrochemicals absolutely dj what were you going to say synthetic based, synthetic based chemicals um, synthetic based medicine, synthetic based medicine is what they brought out with yep. uh, oil. That was Rockefeller. He, he, he they, mm-hmm. they made money on the front end and on the back end because as soon as they found out that these drugs were causing cancer, guess what? They opened the cancer society, mm-hmm. the American Cancer Society. So they're making money on one end and they're making money on the other end. And what that always makes me think of is that somebody sent me um, an article. <laughs> a few quite a few years back that I read through and it had parts of like the doctrine of the Illuminati in it. And one of the things that they were saying that we we're gonna make them sick. We're gonna make them so yeah. sick that they beg us for a cure. Mm-hmm. And the actual cure that we give them is gonna make them sicker or even kill them. And that's what we want. <laughs> and that, that's exactly that's what we're seeing. I mean, think about all of the advertisements you see for every type of medicine that you can imagine. Every single one, you know, may cause incontinence, may cause death, may cause stroke and heart attack. You know, it's like, why would you want to take any of these things? Like, you know, you've got irritable bowel syndrome, so you're going to take a, a, a chance that you're going to develop uh, a life-threatening <laughs> stroke or something? I mean, like, sorry, I'm just going to go spend a little more time on the toilet. Yeah. How about the commercials for, for, I don't know, uh, some some drug that say, don't take this drug if you're allergic to the exact drug. Yes. Like, how would you know? How would you know that you're allergic to it if you haven't taken it before? Yeah. It's crazy. They're they're nuts. They're nuts. Or, or, you know, it's a life-saving drug, but the risks, one of the risks is that this drug could cause death. Right. Well, then how right. is it a life-saving drug? You know, it's, it's uh, crazy. It, it's like, uh, yeah, it's a crapshoot, you know. Uh, it's it's pretty disgusting. Anyways, yeah, well, listen, is. DJ, anything that you want to add to for Charlene before we go on to the next caller? Um, Not specifically for Charlene. You keep, up, keep on doing what you're doing. I think you're doing great work. Um, the only two things that I would add is that I would ask two, one question. Has anybody seen John Fetterman? Because we all want to know what's going on with him. Maybe they can make a drug to produce him. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, interestingly enough, uh, Fetterman's people just released uh, a photograph of him and his wife today, which they purported to have recently taken. But I went and and, first of all, it doesn't look like Fetterman in the photograph. It looks like somebody dressed like Fetterman. The shape of his head is different. The positioning of his ears is different. The shape of his nose and even his teeth do not appear to be the same Fetterman. But that particular picture, I found it as far back as like 
June of 2022, which was shortly after he had his massive stroke. Uh, and then there are, you know, there's a couple of other photographs that they put out that, you know, you can't tell when they were taken. I, personally, at this point, I think John Fetterman might be in a coma. He might be dead or he's never coming out of a rubber room. I don't anticipate he's going to be returning to Congress. They're just going to keep his memory alive long enough until they don't have to do a special election and then they can just appoint someone. No, just to keep it alive, so yeah. keep his memory alive so they can insert it right at the right moment to try to clog up the news cycle. And before I go, the last thing I wanted to say is that people, I see the chat, people think they're like FBI in the chat. I just want to say to those FBI, if you're in the chat, hi guys, you guys are doing a fucking terrible job. <laughs> you know, do your job. Yep, it's <laughs> uh, the truth. Listen, Zach, we love you. We know you love us. God bless you guys. God bless you, Charlene. Keep on doing what you do. We're winning this war, and it's going to be over soon. Peace. Amen. Thank you Thank so much, you. DJ. Love you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, so Lisa just sent me a message, and apparently I need to say thank you to Diana who met us in uh, Dallas. So thank you very much, Diana. I appreciate that Cash App donation. And then also over here on Rumble, S18 says, Thank you, Zach and Charlene. I have a friend with advanced prostate cancer, was military pilot, so wonder if maybe it was due to radiation. Tried the suggested meds to decrease testosterone, did not work. Have been on ivermectin and multiple natural things the last six to 12 months without avail or much help. Have looked into Dr. Batar, but was shocked at the price. Is there any direction you can point us to? Thank you so much for what you do. Uh, obviously, I'm going to say go straight to their website, thetruthaboutcancer.com. But even more than that, uh, make sure that you are registered and that your friend is registered to watch the next segment of The Quest for the Cures. I just dropped the link one more time into the chat. Uh, and uh, uh, Charlene, anything for that specific type of cancer? Sounds like it might be testicular. Is that testicular? Prostate cancer. Pardon me. Prostate cancer. Yeah, I think that the the thing that um, the, the person asking the question needs to understand is the cancer didn't grow overnight. It, it yeah. took a little time to grow to the point where it is today. And so you have time to do your research. So I encourage you to research and educate yourself. And the best thing you can do is right now, we literally are days away from launching uh, our film series. It's a nine-part film series, and it covers everything you're going to want to know from the foundation of the medical cartel, how it got into place, what is cancer, and the many healing modalities that are available to you, the doctors, the clinics, and so forth. You mentioned price, and the first thing that comes to my mind, and it'll be in the documentary, so stay tuned, watch it, take notes, um, don't miss an episode. Uh, and if you really want to buy it on the back end, watch it again and again, you can, we do offer that, but we have it free so that Anybody in the world can watch it. We don't want anyone to miss it because they just can't buy it. We've always given everything away free. And of course, it's been so uh, valuable to the world that we, again, have a lot of people copying what we do, but um, we do it for you. It's a mission and we're thankful for the mission, even though it took us losing many family members, but they didn't have to die. If we would have known then what we know today. The first thing that we looked into with dad when we were when he got sick and we didn't have a chance to get him there because the stomach cancer took him out. If it wasn't for that stomach cancer, we would have taken him to Hoxie Clinic. So Harry Hoxie was healing um, 
people in Texas and he was using uh, different herbs, a mixture of different herbs that he saw uh, horses would, they would get sick and he watched them and they would, they would levitate to these specific herbs. And it's just like God put something into the animal kingdom that they have instinct when they're sick, they know exactly what to do and which types of grasses and herbs to eat. And so he did some experimentation and came up with what he called the Hoxie clinic or the Hoxie tonic. And so he was healing a lot of people and the FDA went after him, but they couldn't shut him down. And the way that they finally did shut him down is he had clinics in various stages. And what they did was they sent the state FDA equivalent, whatever that was, if it was FDA, I don't remember the name, but it was the FDA came after them individually in each state. And because it happened at the same time and so many cases, they couldn't afford it. And they were winning, 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 but they they had a strategy to knock them out. And so they did. And he went to Tijuana and um, the, the, the woman, one of the, uh, his primary secretary that he healed from cancer is still there today running it. We've interviewed her, but I tell you that because you talk about cost and we also want something highly effective. So that clinic we featured Um, If anybody out there is familiar with pancreatic cancer, Mm -hmm. pancreatic cancer is typically the one cancer that the conventional doctors will say, there's nothing we can do, you know, just get your affairs in order. They don't even try to sell you the chemotherapy. That cancer is a hard one. But um, two, two modalities worked really great. Number one was a Gonzalez protocol. And that was the enzyme prolytic enzyme therapy with the coffee enemas and diet changes and so forth. Um, He had a cancer patient that had pro, um, that, that type of cancer. And, uh, he healed her and she was, I think 34 years outside of the diagnosis, cancer free with that therapy. And then, uh, we thought that was the longest living one. And then we went to the Hoxie clinic. They had, um, the same type of cancer, very aggressive. She went down to the Hoxie clinic and she, she's featured in our films, that woman, and she's an older woman. She's beautiful, vibrantly alive. She's I think 38 at the time, 38 years outside of her deadly diagnosis. So um, not only is it highly effective, uh, their treatments, but also it's very affordable. And the reason that it's affordable is because you can go there to the clinic, you go through um, their diagnostic testing and so forth, and they develop a program for you to stay on and you take all of what they give you, you go home and you administer it to yourself. Mm. So um, you don't have to pay for the clinic. Like you said, Zach, going to the hospital cost you six or 7,000 the other day. Mm. That's the, or the the other month. That's crazy. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but, but you can go there for just a few thousand get the consultation and get the recommendations and get their tonic and treatment, go home in the comfort of your own home, which I believe that's where you should be anyways. I agree. I mean, you should be comfortable in your home. You should be happy. You should be feeling good uh, because also with cancer, it's a mindset. When we went to Asia, one of the things we learned across the board, every single one of the Asian doctors said that every case of cancer was linked directly to emotions and the spirituality of the person. So the mindset, uh, the Bible says that um, that a, a sad heart rots the bone, but a merry heart is good medicine. That's literally true. So if you're dealing with fear, and we see a lot of that today, they're perpetuating fear. That's the biggest tool they've got in their toolbox to get you mm-hmm. in line into the the pens that they want you in. Uh, We can break free from the fear through uh, the truth that then we have faith that we can live a better life. But if you're dealing with fear, 
uh, ask God to remove it and help you to focus on what's true and what's lovely and what's honorable. Uh, look at uh, the Bible verse, uh, Philippians 4, 8. You know, if your mindset is in line with that verse, you're, you're going to do well. And so if, if fear comes creeping at your door and remember John 10, 10 here, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking of all these Bible verses, but John 10, 10 says, and we can see a stark contrast. This is a spiritual warfare right now for humanity. The devil came, this is Jesus words. He said, the devil came to steal, to kill and to destroy. This is what we're talking about with pharma. They, we say, they don't want you dead. They don't want you vibrantly healthy. They want you in between. I think that it's a win for them. If you die, it's a win for them. If you're sick, because they make money on your way to dying and you're unhappy and so forth. This is demonic. This is Mm -hmm. satanic. And um, so that verse says, the devil came to steal, kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I came to give you life. And give it to you abundantly, you know, and that's what our films are all about. Abundant life. We have the truth. We have solutions. We have doctors. We have protocols and we have um, places where you can go and spiritually, not only fear, but anger. If you have a tendency to get really angry, really quick, ask God to help you with that and replace it with kindness and those, those good things that make us feel good. Also, laughter. Um, You can replace some of these negative feelings, fear with laughter. Blood has been studied under a microscope from people that are dealing with anger or fear. And uh, that blood shows that the immune system literally is stopped in its tracks for like seven hours. And the, the blood has also been analyzed of person, people that have been in a, a big laughter, a fit of laughter, just joyful and laughing hard. You know, kids, they laugh all day long. How, t- mm-hmm. how many times? laugh. We need to purposefully look for little videos or movies that just make us laugh. I love Lucy, whatever it is, Andy Griffith. We watch that a lot. Just a good laugh every day. Um, It boosts your immune system to up to 24 hours. It's crazy amazing. So our emotions are directly affecting our physical health. And that's a component that Western medicine just doesn't do enough of. I mean, they're they're slash poison and burn. I mean, they're cutting, they're irradiating and they're um, chemotherapy with cancer. So back to your question. And I think that if it were me and and like Zach said earlier, we're not going to diagnose and prescribe, but if it were me, what, what we did with what we wanted to do with dad, because we were already researching back then in 96, we wanted to take him to the Hoxie clinic. We didn't have time, but you do watch the film And then with the Hoxie Clinic, you'll get something at a much better price than you'll find a lot of other places because you're not you're not paying for the fancy equipment and the fancy whatever it is that these places offer. You're going to get a direct consultation and um, then you're they're going they're the ones that can diagnose. They're the ones that can tell you what to do. And you go home in the comfort of your own home and you do it. If I were you, that's exactly what I would do. But number one. Be sure to watch our film because we talk about this. We'll feature the 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 women that we're talking about, the stories that we're talking about, and you will be encouraged. That the goal we have is that people would have this information before they get the diagnosis. Because if you have this information and then you get a cancer diagnosis, you'll be like, "Oh, easy peasy." Exactly. <laughs> you know, I can do it. I know I can do it. It's a mindset. And one of the best, just to wrap this part up, uh, Webster Kerr, a lot of what we did in the beginning was uh, on the giant shoulders of Webster Kerr. He's a genius. And so when we first did the quest for the cures, one common question that Ty asked our experts across the board was, if it were you and you were diagnosed with cancer, what would you do? And we had a lot of different you know, suggestions and ideas. But my favorite answer to that question, and probably one of my favorite 
little segments in all of the films we've ever done is Webster Kerr. Actually, I need to cut that and put it out so you can see it. It's just so encouraging. So Webster Kerb is so knowledgeable and he helped thousands of people. He just did free work all the time and, and helping people. We try to answer people and help to answer their question like we're doing right here, right now. Um, he had a solid grasp on the body, the way it functions and cancer and the way to heal it and the different types of cancer and different people. So when Ty said, Webster, if you were diagnosed with cancer, what would you do? And he lit up like a Christmas tree, man. He said, ooh, I'd be so excited because then I get to experiment on myself. You know, <laughs> I can do that. No. <laughs> so you know, when you know the truth, man, you're not afraid. You're just empowered. It. And so that's what we're giving to you, power that will set you free and help reverse these health issues you're having so that you can live a happy, vibrant life. And you don't have to lose your family members or yourself at an early age. My children don't ever get to know their grandparents on my husband's side because of the cancer cartel. Mm -hmm. We're here to stop that. All right. I love it. Excellent advice. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring in our next caller. It's Jay. Thank you very much. And hold on just a second, honey. Lisa, you just texted me again. Um, also she said, uh, I can't wait to play your documentary in my salon. Uh, looks like Diana is going to be playing your documentary in the salon. That's awesome. And then, uh, uh, to your advice about laughter, I try to laugh as much as possible every single day because I know how good it is for you and how good it is for your immune system. And we are dealing with some of the darkest things you can possibly imagine. If you don't allow yourself to have a sense of humor, to find some joy in the world, then things are just going to be so bleak and you're not going to make it. So we've got Jay on the line. Jay, welcome to the program. Oh, hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thanks. Awesome. Oh, it's Jay. Jay. Okay. This... (laughs) This is my friend Jay. What's going on, Jay? How you doing? Good, brother. Good to see you. Excellent. Great to see you as well. Great to see you as well. I hope that you've been enjoying the conversation with Charlene. Uh, are you Are you familiar with the work that Ty and Charlene do? No, I'm not. I'm oh, not. Gosh. I'm just getting filled in. You should be. See, this is censorship. He yeah. should see the work. This is. It makes me so upset. But I'm going to laugh it off, right? Because I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we uh, obviously, if if you've been listening for the for the first hour, then you that you know that they've done a number of uh, really incredible documentaries and and documenting documentary series, uh, all focusing on the truth about cancer, cures for cancer, and uh, personal stories not only from uh, people who have found incredible success from treatments that have been suppressed by the cabal at the end of the day, uh, but also uh, uh, testimonies from, from doctors who went into this trying to debunk the work that they were doing, uh, and instead were made converts themselves once they realized that this was real and that uh, there are all of these cures that have been suppressed. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. It's great stuff. So uh, Jay uh, Jay is actually the owner of Oneness Drops, and uh, we mentioned this earlier in the program, but uh, Oneness Drops are, are good not only for the purification of water, but also for a lot of other things. Now, Jay, I know that uh, it's a fine line between, uh, you know, um, saying that it's this or saying that it's that, but uh, do you have any personal anecdotes you want to share? I mean, the... The way I came across this in the first place was I was just I was doing volunteer work in mm-hmm. Peru and this is the way that they were treating their water in um in the jungles where 
uh, clean water is hard to come by. They're drinking water from the river, essentially. Yeah. And uh, and because of it, you notice um, pe- people's people tend to get sick. Their immune system, even young people, they're just they're just in another world. And I noticed that the the school where I was volunteering at uh, the when they started the, this program in less than a week of drinking water that's been treated and, and, uh, removed and the bacteria has been removed, uh, their attitudes change. They're just, they're happier. They're in better moods. Um, they get along better. They're more cooperative. Um, and so, you know, I, that just made me always, uh, realize that it's really important, the source of water that you come by and not to mention, um, you know, I'm sure that there are are protocols and you know things, but, but we already know essentially that we can uh, manage our health and clean our system. And when something's off, you know, it helps it helps to reevaluate and kind of eliminate things and kind of clean clean things up. And fasting is really great, and and uh, you know a lot of great water sources and there's a lot of supplements, a lot of great stuff just to improve your health overall. And there's a lot of ways to take your, your health into your own hands. And I think we're moving into a time now where people are feeling a little bit more confident, um, you know, making choices for themselves because after all, who knows themselves better than themselves. And I think think in uh, nowadays, you know, people are really searching for themselves and, and understanding that they can, they can be that, play that role of doctor for themselves and make, make certain choices and, um, and essentially take our, our health into our own hands. Well, especially in today's world where it's quite clear that you really can't trust the establishment medical community. You know, they're not giving advice oftentimes uh, for people, certainly not in, on, a, on a personalized basis. Uh, they're giving people uh, treatments and, and uh, all these products to put into their body that we were saying that are just going to make you sicker at the end of the day and don't necessarily treat the root cause. And, you know, obviously pathogens in your body, uh, parasites, that is a huge thing. You know, Charlene, I mean, I, we mentioned earlier in the show, people have taken uh, a, a number of different antiparasitics to treat a variety of different cancers like I- ivermectin or fenbendazole. And uh, and so just by very nature of the fact that you are uh, cleaning your body out, that you're killing these pathogens, you know, maybe you are further safeguarding yourself from getting cancer down the line. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, the the parasites, that's a real problem in fungus too. And MMS kills fungus and I'm actually taking MMS right now. I think that's what you're selling. So I look forward to looking at your information and uh, learning more about it. But MMS is very powerful and ivermectin, fenban, and and fenban is actually one of the things that Roger Stone used for Nidia, Mrs. Stone, in her protocol that he put together that totally healed her. He said she was 80% of the way there the last little couple inches he needed uh, came from Fenben and he did a lot of research and sent me the, the research that he had. He's, he's brilliant, but there's so many different things. Like you're saying, water fasting is great. Just fasting period is so good to reboot the body. Uh, If you're familiar with Dr. Edward group, have you heard of that or global healing supplements? Jay, have you seen anything? 
Okay, no. so you you need to watch our films. You're into health. Oh my goodness, the whole world it. is going to open up in a different way for you. Uh, and ours, I'm sure, will as we look at what you're doing, Dr. Edward Group. On our live event stage, we have um, the Truth About Cancer Live. It's an annual event. Sometimes we skip a year. Uh, I'm trying to do the research on where to have it. I had a place almost nailed down. That's another topic. But anyways, um, Ed, on one of the lectures he gave at live event was on water fasting, and he he practices what he preaches and you just can literally reboot your body just by going onto a water fast. We have someone, I think it's Lorraine day. Maybe uh, she had a huge tumor in her chest. It was giant. She healed it just with a water fast for, I think wow. she did a 40 day fast and, the, and it just, when you don't feed the, the cancer, it, it literally just, the body gets rid of it. You know, the water is nourishing the cells of the body and um, the, the body dig- digested this, huge tumor in her and her. And then we've seen that time and again, it takes discipline though. Not everybody has the discipline. It's also too, sometimes if you go that hardcore into something, it will make you sick. It depends on how well you are. And that's what Dr. Group said. You know, if you're, you're feeling unwell, maybe you shouldn't do a 40 day fast, but you could do maybe a one day, you know, start one little step at a time. Baby steps into it. Absolutely. Uh, also, uh, over on Rumble, Swellfoop said, uh, I just got here. Have we talked about vitamin B17 for cancer? I would like to know the truth about that. We actually did. You can go to a little bit earlier in the program, or you can also go to thetruthaboutcancer.com, and you can see the information that Ty and Charlene have there as well. All right, Jay, anything else that you have for the audience or that you want to uh, uh, mention before we move on to the next caller? No, thanks for having me. Really grateful to be here thanks thanks uh thanks for doing what you're doing oh thank you sir we appreciate you you. we'll talk to you soon all right bye-bye peace all right and next caller coming in and let me just see there was a couple of donations over on the foxhole smot poker thank you for those cookies also said follow zach on getter uh and disassemble the government stone roller thank you for the can oki seven thank you for the can also khaleesi 2020 thank you for the can caller you're on the air can we get your name it's sterling cannabis zach how are you this evening i'm doing well sterling how are you Real good. Charlie, good to speak with you. Hi there. Yeah, good to hear your voice. So I'm going to be maybe just a little bit out of left field for you. Um, I, over the past year, I've used a couple of different natural paths. Um, right now I'm working with one that's got actually more degrees than just her natural path and she can do some diagnostics with me and working on I'm old my body's been through the mill and I've got a few issues um and she's working on these with me no cancer um so that's kind of where I'm out of left field on you but something that I got introduced to that I actually wrote Zach a letter about and told him um a couple of months ago that has um been a kind of remarkable in a way but are you familiar with ghost pipes or indian pipes it's uh it's a it's like a it's a plant i don't know if it's technically a flower but it grows in wooded areas and it's been used by native americans for you know hundreds of years hundreds uh, of years if not thousands of years yeah i mean probably thousands let's you know let's be honest um 
But uh, but yeah, it's like a natural painkiller. And I know it has other medicinal benefits, but I was only aware of it because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, a prepper and a survivalist. And I had seen uh, somebody else talking about the various plants that you can uh, come across when you're outside hiking. And, you know, let's say, you know, some, ter- some terrible thing befalls you. you, you break your ankle. If you've got the ghost pipe there, then you can take that and you can use it. But Sterling, um, are there what other medicinal benefits are there to it? Is it supposed well, to be good for more what, than just what pain relief? I have found for myself personally, because everything I found online is just anecdotal at right. best. Um, but I have had a real issue with sleeping. I haven't had REM sleep in probably a decade. Um, I don't go to sleep well, mm-hmm. but with the um, make a tincture out of this stuff, and I do like started with doing about two or three drops under my tongue, and within two hours I would fall asleep, and I would get REM sleep. I mean, I had vibrant dreams that I remembered, and now it's to the point where. No, I don't fall asleep so much on a schedule. I mean, I would love to lay down at 10 o'clock and know that I'd be asleep by 11, but it's more likely one or two. But when I go to sleep, my sleep is good. So I'm, I'm getting refreshed. My body is getting better. You know, I've got some doctors working with me to get me on a nutritional plane that will help my body heal itself. Um, I think that's probably the best thing I can do for myself right now. But I was just wondering if you had any knowledge or understanding of the uh, plant. Any knowledge at all, uh, Charlene? You know, I'm taking notes and I'm going to look into it and I'll get back to you on that. Thank you. Okay. Well, one one of the things that I, is some of the older uh, writings go back to the Mohicans, and the Mohicans use it as an analgesic. And most of the stuff that I found refers to it as an analgesic. Um, one of the tribes, and I don't remember which one, used it for packing tooth cavities. Hmm. Um, you know, but like I said, it's all, everything that I have been able to find is anecdotal. But I am getting some help with it. Is it changing my world? Not really, but kind of, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's got it's uh it, it's pretty visible. Like if you come across it in the woods, it's basically like these these white waxy look, stocky yeah, look looking up a picture of it online. When you yeah. see what it looks like, you know you will never miss it when you see it. Yeah, here it is right here. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something that I think uh, deserves some looking into. Uh, they say that it could possibly be toxic because it has glycosides in it. I don't know what glycosides are, but uh, you know, obviously, if it's working for you, that's uh, that's that's about all that uh, that uh, I think. It yeah, should and, I mean, yeah, I'm not using a whole lot of it either. Yeah, um, yeah. but the plant is it is a parasite on funguses. Mm. So there is no chlorophyll in it. Okay. All right. Cool stuff. All right. A- anything else that uh, you got going on, Sterling? Any any final thoughts for Charlene? Um, no, except for that I might ask that people in the uh, 
audience might give a little prayer for my daughter. Sure. Uh, she is a government um, employee for the DOD, and she's stationed in Okinawa right now, a long ways away from home. But she just applied for a job at the Pentagon, and I would love to have my baby someplace where I could drive to visit her. <laughs> That's totally fair. Yeah, we'll definitely keep her in our prayers for sure. All right. You all, right, all have a blessed weekend, and God bless you. God bless you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Next caller. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Caller, can you hear me? Are you there? Sometimes people think that they're not going to get on the show too soon, and they set the phone down. So I'm going to call her. Maybe you'll hear this on the live feed. I'm going to put you back into the queue, and we'll try to take you after this next caller. All right. So, caller, you're, you're on the air. Go ahead and mute your stream, and can we get your name? Hey, Zach. Uh, it's KC. Hey, KC. Good to hear from you, buddy. How you doing? Wonderful, brother. Um, just got some quick questions on – I'm going back in history because I remember a lot of things and a lot of details – uh, back in the day, 70s, 80s, uh, cancer cures were promoted with uh, hydrazine peroxide, I believe. Uh, Bob Guccione, founder of Penthouse, had uh, that going on. Uh, and I want to get the, Dr. Charlene's uh, answer to uh, some of the old cures and some of the the recent cures. I, I agree with the fasting aspect. I think you, you can't feed any type of whether it's a parasite or whatever, but uh, also Dr. Robert Young's pH balance of the body and how that interacts with uh, cancer cancer cures and cancer treatments. Uh, if I get those two, and I got one more with brown gas. Okay. Any thoughts on that, Charlene? Cancer cures. Bob Guccione. I had no no idea that Bob Guccione was working on cancer cures. He was a bit of a an upstart, wasn't he? You know, he uh, kind of thumbed his nose at the government. <laughs> I like I like that aspect of it. Became, I think the product became called Can't Sell. All Can't right, sell. as a cancer treatment, but okay. hydrazin peroxide was the key cure. Hydrozin. Zin. Peroxide. Not hydrogen, hydrozin. Yeah. Hydrozin peroxide. And of course, when you search hydrozin peroxide, all that comes up is hydrogen peroxide. So I would need to do a little bit more research into that. But Charlene, you ever heard of that? Uh, hydro, excuse me, hydrozin, I have not, but I can say that it's probably a derivative of hydrogen peroxide. And hydrogen peroxide has been known to heal cancer. There's the book, um, I can't remember the name of it. I've got it, but it's about the healing modalities of hydrogen peroxide. You, you get the, the food grade, um, not downgraded, and you put it in a dropper and you put so many drops three times per day. You start with three, you move all the way up over the days to 25. By the time you get to 25, I think is max. You may feel a little bit sick because you're really going to be detoxifying. And if you go to Amazon and find the book, you can read the many tests testimonies. And that's, the, that's what you want to look for real life testimonies. That's what we try to feature too. in our films and the body of our work are the testimonies, because it's one thing to say something works. It's another to find people that it actually worked on. So 
you know, there were so many good testimonies on that uh, hydrogen, just hydrogen peroxide. Um, there was one woman that said her child had brain tumors and this hydrogen peroxide every day literally destroyed the brain tumor. And here's the science behind it, which goes it along with um, Dr. Young, I think is his name. What Robert Young, right? Robert Young, yes. Yeah. Okay, so we're familiar with him and his work. I just had a brain blip on the name of the doctor. But um, and by the way, I'm not a doctor. I'm a medical researcher and I'm friends with the best doctors in the world. And um, I just want to empower you by telling you, you don't have to be a doctor to know how to heal your body. The power to heal is yours. You just need to know how. And I, it sounds like you do. But with the um, Robert Young and the pH, what what the pH, if you get the pH right, it's it's alkaline. You're flooding the body with oxygen. With hydrogen peroxide, you're flooding the body with oxygen. Remember, the energy mecha- mechanism by which cancer thrives is in a sugar-infused fermentation state. This is how we make wine, right? You, you ferment the, the grapes and, and then you have wine. Well, inside the body, when you're healthy, there should be a lot of oxygen. We, that's a main source of life is oxygen and healthy water. You could do ozone. You could put ozone in the water and drink that. But the hydrogen peroxide, I've even seen recently a, a, a little clip of a woman talking about putting hydrogen peroxide after you take a shower all over your body because your skin will absorb it into your mm. bloodstream, that oxygen right there into your bloodstream. So remember that put it, and this doesn't really have to be food grade because it's outside of your body and it'll take in that oxygen. Just saying you can get hydrogen peroxide anywhere, put it into your shower when you are done and you towel dry, put that on. And then, you know, you could sit or do something in your bathroom with a little heater or a fan or something on you dry off and then get dressed. Don't rub it off. You want it to dry, soak into your skin, mm. but you can also do the hydrogen peroxide cure with taking it in. That's very powerful. And so it goes along with the pH and there are certain foods that are alkalizing foods. They, they um, uh, like, for example, when you wake up in the morning, you've all probably heard, or a lot of you have heard that it's really great to start out your day with um, warm tea that's just simply warm water with lemons. And if you want to kick it up a notch, put some cayenne because the cayenne will move your blood. It'll move out the toxicity, the lymphatic system. If you're rebounding, you're moving it. And that helps to move around those toxins and and get them out of your blood. But the lemon, if you could drink lemon water all day long, you're going to alkalize your body. It's a very high alkaline. And I'm sure that Young has talked about this and also to stevia in its natural state. And we have uh, really healthy stevia drops. So it's pure stevia. You can get stevia with fillers and they're just nasty crap for lack of a better term. But you want to get real stevia because stevia is also alkalizing. It's something, you know, it's a replacement for sugar. Mm-hmm. It's a natural sweetener. It's very sweet. We would grow it. In fact, it's a note to self. I'm planting a garden. I'm going to get some stevia seeds and grow some stevia. It's really great when you have tea and you cut those little stevia leaves and you put it into your tea, it tastes better than sugar. It's a natural it sweetener. So your body will receive it. Your tongue, when you clean up the diet, you, things that God gave us are so much more enjoyable. So that's a long explanation to say you're right on target with the pH balance and Dr. Young. And um, I'm guessing hydrazine peroxide is probably pretty close to hydrogen peroxide. And it's I, very healing I to cancel. Well, also with, well, hold on just one lemon? second, K- Casey, Casey, I found it. It's yeah. actually hydrazine sulfate. And it, sulfate. what's what's interesting about it when searching is that once I was able to locate the chemical name, 
you find a lot of articles and uh, fact checkers saying that it's a hazardous substance. You go to the Susan G. Komen Foundation for Breast Cancer. Yes. And they say that, oh, it's a sulfate is a hydrogen sulfate is a, is a hazardous colorless liquid with an ammonia like odor. And it is basically going to kill you. But then you can go to the Mayo Clinic where they actually have it listed as a known drug that you can prescribe for certain things. Of course, they do go into all kinds of uh, side effects, but as we were saying earlier, oftentimes chemical drugs are going to produce a whole ton of side effects if you take it in doses that are not healthy for your body. Uh, But I'm sorry, Casey, go ahead. Well, Charlene was mentioning a lemon that I heard one of the cures, and I had a buddy had tongue cancer, very weird, rare form of it. I just suggested, because I had heard a frozen orange the shavings, add that to your diet. Put it on a salad, whatever. Lemons seem to have uh, curative properties similar to Dr. Largo and the oranges, which I just love that aspect. Um, but also she mentioned hydrogen peroxide. One of the cures for the, the COVID pandemic was adding peroxide to a nebulizer to yeah. get more, obviously, peroxide in, or hydrogen into your system. Yeah. So, but also now the brown gas, I don't know if she's heard or researched anything about the brown gas that uh, actually adds more hydrogen into your uh, system. That's interesting. I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about. Um, I'll have to research that. But I mean, anything that really truly gets oxygen into the cells, that's the key. It has to be infused into the cells. That's why uh, vitamin C, liposomal vitamin C helps that vitamin C be delivered inside of the cell. That's why the Budwick diet is so great because the um, way that it works, the the um, flaxseed floods this uh, at you at your body at the cellular level with oxygen, but it's it, it has to be um, the 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 cottage cheese. If you mix the cottage cheese and flaxseed together, the t- the combination uh, enables that oxygen from the flaxseed to penetrate the cell wall and get into the cells. And that's where you find healing. And that is a, uh, that protocol, if you're pregnant and you have cancer, it's non-toxic to the baby, because if you're pregnant, everything is different. You have to consider the life of your baby. And while you're detoxifying, uh, you could be, the baby is just like a little sponge, whatever you're doing in your body goes straight to the baby first. So if the baby needs calcium, which it does to develop the bones, and you're not getting enough calcium, guess what happens? The baby will pull the calcium right out of your bones. So if you're detoxifying, and I tell people detoxify before you get pregnant, because you want a healthy environment for the baby to live, because if you're full of toxins, your baby is going to be pretty unhealthy. So detoxify first, then get pregnant. But if you are diagnosed with cancer when you're pregnant, uh, the Budwick diet, and this is not a diagnosis or treatment, it's just, I know this to be a fact. And, you know, you've got to be cautious. That's across the board if you're pregnant on everything. But um, that's one treatment that we know uh, is non-toxic to pregnant women. Of course, consult your doctor. We've got a list of doctors in our film. So watch the film and learn. But the Budwick diet is very powerful for infusing the body with oxygen and at the same time not having the level of toxicity that maybe some other treatments would all right casey we've got to go we've got casey we got to take the last callers because it's 9 56 and we're almost out of time we got three people on the line but i appreciate your call buddy 
God bless you and have a great weekend. You too, brother. God bless. All right. You guys, uh, you're one of the final callers. Can we get your name and a brief question for Charlene? Okay. What's your name? Yeah, we've got you. What's your name? Okay, my name's Lori. Hi, Lori. Welcome to the show. What's your question for Charlene? There's so many different modalities out there. Mm-hmm. How do you choose one? Good question. I would highly recommend, Lori, that you you do watch the film because when you do, um, God, remember, James 1, 5, those who lack wisdom, ask and it shall be given. God will illuminate your heart with what he created you. He knows what you need and he does give wisdom. And it's amazing. As we have interviewed these different doctors, there are certain things that resonate with me. There are certain people that resonate with me. And um, when I put into practice those things that are in my heart that I feel like that they will work, they typically do. And so as you go through the different options available to you, as you watch the film, I guarantee you, you will you will discover new things. You will be excited about those new things. And remember, it's just one step at a time. So, Lori, I'd love to hear back from you after you watch the film. Uh, reach out to Zach and just say, hey, I watched the show with Charlene and here's what I got from the film. I'd love to hear from you. So uh, please. Oh, watch- man, I'd love to. I've been experimenting with like essential oils and I use box flower remedies and and um, I do a, like I spray the hydrogen peroxide and breathe it in. And I've, I've tried all kinds of things. I haven't had an insurance policy. I haven't seen a doctor in 15 years. I'm 62. And I think that I'm alive because of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> All right. So awesome. I just like follow my gut and do all kinds of weird things. Well, that's the way to do it. Thanks, Lori. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Lori. And uh, yeah, reach out after you see the film, okay? I will. Thank you. All right. We'll see you. Have a great night. God bless. Next caller, you're on the air. You're the second to last caller. Can we get your name? Yeah, this is this is uh, Zombie Clown Forum. Patriot Media Posse, bro. How are you? Zombie Clown, welcome to the program, brother. Good to hear from you. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing very well, and I uh, I really appreciate your guest. And uh, uh, Vector's uh, told me to call in and and say hello and encourage you all here. And uh, much love from California. And I I really appreciate your guest. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, mentioning her faith on the air and, and everything is, is a beautiful thing. And I just wanted to compliment Charlene on that and, uh, you for having, uh, you know, so much courage to put out all these, uh, great pointers on, on people's health. You know, once we get older, you know, these are, these are things that we need to, to, to get along without, uh, you know, uh, the, the pain and strain in life. Go ahead, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, obviously your health becomes more and more important as you get older. You know, I mean, I, I, I will tell people all the day long, you know, I mean, I'm starting to feel my age, but at the same time, you know, I'm taking a more active role in my own health care than I have at any point in the past. You know, I mean, like you're in your 20s, you're in your 30s, you're basically just going from one day to the next. And that's all part of that daily grind, you know, that separation that I was talking about earlier. Uh, but, you know, since really coming into this community and obviously, uh, you know, finding, 
more in my own personal life that I can become a part of and and more aspects that I can uh, can I I can learn from people that I can learn from like Charlene and Ty. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. And I'm glad that you appreciate it. Well, sir, uh, I, wa- I wanted to uh, uh, just share a, a, a little uh, simple things that I got going on, and that okay. would be uh, a water purifier. You know, a simple gravity water purifier. Uh, they're inexpensive, cleans the water. Uh, you know, I use that for my coffee. I drink that, and uh, you know that 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 was a a pretty darn good uh, jump forward for for me. And uh, also, I, I wanted to, to ask uh, your, your your guest, Charlene, appreciate you, uh, Mrs. Um, how about my favorite, iodine, with uh, with my orange juice in the morning. And, uh, and, and I'm going to go ahead and, and, and leave you all with, with that. But I, I, I really find that that, uh, that really, uh, it, it's like, like an energy drink. And uh, in the orange juice, you can't really tasted at all because the iodine or the the uh the orange juice has a tiny tiny bit of uh alcohol and the tang in it and you can put uh up to 20 drops in a cup and not even taste the iodine so go ahead god bless you all and i'm gonna go god bless brother thank you so much for the call any thoughts on iodine charlene yeah well what a great caller um Zombie, I guess is his name. That's so funny. Zombie love- clown. Zombie clown. <laughs> That's funny. Zombie clown. I'm glad you called in and and praise God that you were encouraged by uh, my sharing my faith. I couldn't do anything else. God has called me. He's equipped me. He loves me. And he gave everything he had to the very last drop of his blood to, to secure my place in heaven. So it's a joy. It's an honor to be able to bring that good news and that hope to you. And then also illuminate what's going on through the scriptures but um, the water purifier, let me just say this. Um, I was writing down what you were saying so I could remember everything. And I'm still writing. Uh, the water purifier, I use, uh, I just discovered a distiller. Uh, so I am taking my water. We have a full house filter. We have a hydrogen, molecular hydrogen uh, water um, filter too. So we drink that and, and note to self to at least have one glass of that a day. But with the water, when you get distilled water, we've been lied to just about everything. But distilled water is actually, we're told, oh, it's not healthy. Don't drink it. No, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It actually pulls the toxins out of your body. It bonds yep. to them, pulls them out of your body. So I've got a distiller. I mean, I've got a whole health factory. You should see my bathroom, man. It's it's like the <laughs> counter. So I've got this little set. I've got my distiller. I've got a, uh, an ozo machine I put down into that distilled water. And that now I've got ozonated water and I've got a whole parasite cleanse I'm doing. It's like I've got it going on with that stuff. But the distiller is a big deal. And you can get a distiller for not very much money. So I do that. It's fantastic. But again, we have a whole house filter, too. And the hydrogen water, the iodine. Oh, my goodness. That is like everybody should be taking iodine every day. It kills everything. It helps with COVID. I got really sick with a biological agent. Somebody sprayed on me in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was when it was, but it was one of the first gatherings that we had during this clown show that everybody was masked up. There was no masks, no social distancing, hugging. It was so great. But I was targeted. We had, you know, bad people in that crowd. And there were, I think, six people targeted. I was one. And we all were just near death. It was very terrible. Um, But I I worked with a good doctor friend of mine, Dr. Group. 
Edward Group. I mentioned him earlier. He's he's a hero, a superhero. So he told me what to do, and and my husband had to give it to me because I was so sick. I didn't think I was going to make it. When I finally turned a corner because of these amazing things, iodine being up at the top of these things. Someone mentioned um, hydrogen peroxide, nebulizing that right on. That was in the uh, thing too, in silver. But this iodine, oh, also real quick with the faith. Um, when I started getting better, my children, I've got four children. They were ministering to me, such beautiful people. These kids are, um, they were so worried about me. So happy when I started getting better. Um, and, and I said, you know what, kids, I'm not afraid. Uh, I know my days are numbered. I'm getting better. You know what mommy's going to do? I'm going to get back up and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to continue to speak. I'm not Mm -hmm. living in fear. And I didn't, I'm fearless. So try to get me enemy if you want, but you're not going to until my days are through. And I know where I'm going when I go too. So uh, that's the hope that, that makes the enemy afraid. We need to make him afraid and get him on the run, not us. So that's what does it. But iodine is critically important. And for those of you who want to know where to get it, go to the truthaboutcancer.com, go to our products page. We have the world's best iodine. It's Ed Group's iodine. It's what I took when I got better. And I take it every day. And I take it straight in water, but you're right. My kids like it in orange juice. So they put it in orange juice. You're right on. Um, I take a whole dropper, actually two droppers full <laughs> per dose. I, I like um, I love iodine, man. So I take a lot of it. And it's, it's the best on earth. So it's uh, great to you zombie clown, zombie clown. Good stuff. All right. We've got one more caller, our cloaked unseen world. We'll bring him in and uh, we'll get that final question. Uh, let me say thank you to Nakaz 808. He says, it's been a while since I could catch a live show with daylight savings time. Thank you, Zach. Glad you're here, buddy. Hope you're still listening. And we're just waiting for our Cloaked Unseen World's audio to connect. So in the meantime, Curious Patriot uh, said, love you, bro. Ty and Charlene are truly American heroes. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, And then Curious Patriot dropped one, two, three, four cookies. Thank you very much. Callie RN says, "Uh, thank you, Charlene and Ty, for everything you do. I've sent many people to your website. Michelle Ann says, Zach, as always, excellent show. Thank you for your work. Napkinator79, thank you for the phone. WC Crane Op says, uh, Zach, thank you to Charlene and Ty. Uh, in her 2015 March, the truth about cancer is the reason I'm here. Okay, all right. So he found me through you guys, apparently. All right, and then Khaleesi2020 says, best show ever, Zach. Thank you. And then Cherokee says, uh, thank you so much, Charlene. I had stage four cancer and now I'm cancer-free. Your work helped wow. save my life. That's absolutely uplifting. I can't, but I love hearing that. And wow. it looks like our Cloaked Unseen World's microphone is not working. So, all right. Well, I'm sorry that didn't work out, buddy, but thank you very much. Uh, we're glad to know that you're here. And uh, Charlene, as always, at the end of the program, I like to ask my guests, what do you really want people to take away the most from our conversation tonight? Wow. Well, before I answer that, I just want to say to the people that reached out and said that our, our, our content saved your life. I'm on the verge of tears. It's okay. This is sorry. That's the reason you do it. You know, we lost our family members because we did not know. And you know what? I have a trick for everybody out there. If you start losing composure, (laughs) Take a drink of distilled water. <laughs> <laughs> It'll help you bring your composure back. You are the reason we do what we do. Your life matters to us. It is without a, a price. We can't put a price on your life. What we would have given for this information when we have 
mom and dad diagnosed. There's nothing we would give to have them back. But praise God for Jesus, we will see them again. You know, they put their faith in Christ yeah. and and we have too. And we know that we're going to be with them in eternity. So that's that's our hope there. But um, I would love to hear from you. Uh, maybe we could, through Zach, reach out to him. And I would like to communicate with you because I'd like to get more of your story. This is what encourages our community and it encourages the world, just real life testimonies like that. So thank you for reaching out and, and sharing. And um, uh, one takeaway, boy, there's so many things I could say. Um, but I think that what I shared right now, just now, was so vitally important. Um, I, I would love the audience to know and to remember, and many of you probably already know this, that we are in the middle of a spiritual war. Mm-hmm. This is warfare at the highest order. When we, you know, we talked about fasting earlier, but back in, I don't know if it was 20, 2002, I've been a believer now since 1993. So it's been a, a while for me. And um, my first spiritual fast was um, back in, I think it was 2001 or 2002. But as I was seeking God for answers, and I, I just felt led by God to do a fast. And so I didn't eat or drink or anything that day. And it was funny because Ty, when he came home from work, I'm serving the family salmon and green beans. And I still remember because I'm not eating, but I'm cooking the salmon, rice and green beans. The kids are little baby kids at that time. So I've got a little bit for them, some for Ty and my plate is empty. And Ty looks at me and says, honey, are you going to get yourself some? I said, oh, I'm fasting. And and he was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And we didn't talk about it. And then we went out for our nightly stroll with the kids and their strollers. And um, I'm telling him all about what God is doing. And it's just so fabulous and great and stuff. And um, that night we came home and I knew that that spiritual fast, God accomplished what he wanted to with me. And so he gave me permission to eat. It's not like he talks to me, but I knew in my heart I could have green beans. So I still remember that delicious green bean. It was so crazy good. Um, but the point is during that day when I was fasting and I was praying and God had for me to open, I believe it's Daniel chapter 10. When I opened Daniel chapter 10 and um, I read Daniel was actually in a fast himself and he had been fasting on his face, just seeking the Lord for wisdom. And it had been two weeks and when the, the answer finally came to him, I, I think it might have been Michael, the archangel, came in response to his answer. And what he said to Daniel is very telling about the spiritual realm around us. He said, the moment you set yourself to seek the Lord is when the Lord sent me to you. But I was held up, I believe, for two weeks in Persia fighting the prince of Persia, meaning the dark forces that had, there is a legion and an order to the opposition. Mm -hmm. And these global leaders, remember this, I want you to take this away. If nothing else, these people, we put names and we're pinning the tail on the evil one and he's the most evil one or she's the most evil one. It's Bill Gates. It's Fauci. It's this one. It's that one. These people are puppets. Mm -hmm. They're being used. They were deceived. The real enemy is the devil and the legion of demons. He took a third of the angels with him when he deceived them because he wanted to be worshipped. And he's still working today to be worshipped. And one day he's going to sit down at the rebuilt temple on the Ark of the Covenant, and he's going to demand to be Mm worshipped. That's what's coming. I've read my Bible, and I know prophecy. I know what's going to happen. We we see bits and parts. We'll, We'll see more fully as it happens. But 
Make no mistake, this is spiritual warfare at the highest order. And so I encourage everybody to get on your knees and pray. And if you don't know Jesus, get to know him. Open your Bible and read and ask God. You know, um, he promises wisdom, as I said earlier, James 1.5, but ask him to reveal himself to you because that's the strongest weapon that you have in your arsenal is his power. Ephesians chapter 1 says, that um, the resurrection power is available to those who believe. And think about that. The power that raised Christ from the dead. Can you call a plant that dies back to life? Mm-hmm. You know, he came back to life physically and he's now in heaven preparing a place for us. Um, John chapter 14, read it. It's beautiful. So when you are empowered like that, there's nothing that you can't overcome. And there's nothing that you cannot do, whether it's reversing your health, just getting wisdom as to how to do that. We can't sit back and say, okay, God, now I know you. So I'm just going to sit back and expect you to do everything. Mm-hmm. No, that's not it at all. We're going to work really hard, but God has to bless it. But we we don't have the power unless we're walking in him. Mm-hmm. And so I urge everybody to just tap into that power and fight with us. This is a fight between light and darkness, good and evil. We see evil now parading openly in ways that we never thought possible. We never thought what we'd see happening today in the the elementary schools and in the school systems and now the college kids. It's almost like watching beasts rather than humanity. Mm-hmm. And the assault medically, this is <clears throat> pharmacia is 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 um is uh, sorcery. So mm-hmm. we see that people on drugs, they, their minds are being altered, the chemistry of their minds. As you said earlier, Zach, people, um, the drug commercials, I, I, they, oh, well, you know, this is going to fight depression, but you might get depression. You might get suicidal thoughts. You might kill yourself, but take it because it fights depression. That's like pff, disconnect. Yeah. People aren't listening to the side effects. This is pharmacy. This is sorcery. And the Bible says that he will take control of the whole world through sorcery. You know, we're seeing end time stuff right now, but be encouraged because Jesus is right around the corner and spoiler alert, we win. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Uh, I absolutely love it. Great way to end the show. Let me real quick before we go, say thank you to Low Country Brooklyn. Uh, She said JNW brand alkaline test strips for saliva and urine. They make ketone strips too. Great for checking daily. I actually use the ketone strips myself. Uh, Esther Gonzalez uh, said, Zach, I appreciate all that you do. Hope you get some much needed R&R. Thank you and God bless. So thank you very much to everybody who supported the show. Please go to the link in the description of this video. It's go dot the truth about cancer.com forward slash red pill 78 get registered to watch the film and if you are somebody who has been touched by ty and charlene's work or you've been touched by any of the work that i've done here on this channel please reach out and i would love to hear about it and i will send you on to ty and charlene i will be back tomorrow uh for my interview at 9 p.m with john cullen who did incredible work about the vegas shooting several years ago uh and i'm looking forward to having a conversation with him uh charlene thank you so much for being here as always absolutely love you send my love to ty as well and to your beautiful family and uh for everybody at home good luck and god bless we'll see you tomorrow